Hi, this is Mike Smith connecting in from Barcelona and welcome. Joining me today is Annette Lynch. Uh, Annette has a lifetime of experience in basketball coaching, including Division I college level, and recently received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Special Olympics program uh, for her amazing work developing sport opportunities for athletes with intellectual disabilities. You can find out more about Annette at aklconnection.com. And Annette is connecting in from Dallas. Hi, Annette. Hi, Mike. Good to see you. Hey, it's great to see you too and, and to be involved in this. Well, we're going to have a great conversation today. And just looking back in episode one and two with Tom Dorley, we talked about the importance of having a clear process for getting a business team reset back into the new um, and a process that can benefit the team and build this powerful quality of what we call this team telepathy. And we talked a lot about developing this new hybrid way to play um, and that it was going to require more than just strong company culture and norms and policies for guiding the team, that there needs to be an additional catalyst. And that catalyst in sports is the team coach uh, or in business, the team manager. So that's our topic today. So, Annette, in business, it's a really new and different season, a new way to play. That sounds similar in many ways to the challenge that you had as a coach that you faced every season. Um, so it's, it's a complex thing. So, so where does a team coach start? Well, certainly it, it starts the previous season and where you are, uh, what, how you finish the season, and maybe as well what new players you have. But in starting the season, the expectation is they come back in reasonable shape because basketball is a lot of running. You And we will still do conditioning as a part of the preseason, but the expectation is that they come back in shape. Annette, let me just jump in there for a second. It's the same in a business team, that if you don't have both physical and mental well-being, how can you perform? And this discussion has gotten louder over the past two years. And building on your point, yes, it's a joint responsibility. It, it, the team member themselves have a responsibility to look after their own wellness, but absolutely the company has a responsibility to make sustaining well-being a foundation and a priority. So given that we've established that and that we're investing in that, uh, and that what's next for the coach? You need to share a vision for that season. Something may be entirely different, but you want to approach the season. You know, this is a brand new season mm -hmm. and uh, the expectation for everyone being able to develop their individual skills as well as their team skills so that we can achieve more than just any one individual. So, so you use kind of your knowledge of, of, of the team um, from, the, from the previous season, um, but you kind of come in with a bit of a blank sheet, right? Be, as, as you look at the new team, as you evaluate. Um, so there's a lot of sort of openness towards evolving that, what you would call a shared vision, uh, but explain that a bit more. What What is a shared vision? Sharing a vision involves being able to see things visually as well as feel things. 
If an individual loves the game, you know they want to play. In order to play, they need to find out where the head coach is going so that they can um, develop uh, some of their skills to fit in. Everybody wants to play, but not everybody can play all the time. Some of the role players may only play you know, a few minutes, three to six minutes in a game, but they will serve a purpose and they need to know what mm. that purpose is so that it's in line where the team needs to go. The expectation is also shape, um, being able to understand offense and defense. And the biggest thing is cohesiveness. We need to be able to play together in order to achieve you know, those expectations. And you, you've talked to me about the importance of when, as you as a coach come in with kind of, here's the picture, you know, here's the big picture. This is more or less how we're going to get structured, where you're going to play, uh, how we're going to play. Um, you've always spent a lot of times making sure that players understand the why behind that, not just this is the coach's vision. We've taken a look at you. Here it is. I think understanding the why is extremely important to each individual. If they don't understand the why, or if uh, they don't believe in what you're doing, the coach has to address that right away and individually, not as a part of a group, you know, meeting. Because you can sense that as a coach, right? As you, oh, yes. things, you can sense the reaction to, you know, th this is how we're going to play. Some players immediately, you know, embrace that um, and it fits them. And some mm -hmm. players don't, right? So um, that, that why to those kind of players is, is incredibly important. Oh, absolutely. Um, so that if they may not understand the why, that individual session with them, um, the goal is making the why clear as which leads to the vision and the clarity of what they see. As you talk, I can see you in front of the players being the storyteller, because that's what the coach is, isn't it? Is giving these visual images, explaining the relevance, explaining the, the roles. And, um, you know, in, in a business team, you know, the way the vision is developed and communicated by the manager, uh, it really counts. Because it's, I think it's the same in business. Each individual team member kind of wants to know what's behind the strategy. You know, here's the new hybrid way to play. Here's the new formula. Here are the new policies. Um, as a player, I think they want to kind of hear or visualize their own opportunity in this, you know, to be able to express their talent, um, to develop their skills. And even perhaps more than that, a player wants to have impact on the team. Right. They, they, and they want to develop their sense of being an important team member, being belonging to the team, uh, which, which often in a work team is at the top of the list of, of important things, that sense of belonging. Um, and I think that that's what shared vision is, right, is is and, and communicating in a way that the players get excited about and they find, yes, I, I can I can buy into that. Well, as Along with that head coach, the assistant coaches and the captains play a vital role um, 
everybody, especially in, in those positions, have to not only understand the why, they have to believe and are already moving mm-hmm. forward. Uh, the captain, you want uh, to the selection to be from the players because it's the player who they trust, who's a go-to player, who also provides support to the team. Um, you know, emotionally and mentally, not just physically. And in that way, sometimes people are not happy. Maybe they're not playing enough, but uh, the assistant coaches also need to share, you know, come on, this, this is what you need to work on mm-hmm. because of what you're maybe not doing at this point. But the more uh, they develop themselves as well as share in in teamness or mm. uh, cohesiveness, you know, you you can rise above almost anything that's going on. Um, I think in 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 a business team, then it, it, we can't have micromanagement and a lot of modern creative businesses about self organizing teams. So there's great reluctance to come in heavily. Um, so. If communication is the thing, I, I think I would say it, it has to be a two-way street. Communication has to be a two-way street. Um, and there's a, a writer, Rolla Reese, who said, communication leads to community. So communication is not an order. Communication is a way of building team. And, and, and surely that's a key thing for a business manager to do. To help build team is the key thing. So above, you know, fitness and technical skills, what else is it that you're trying to develop as you go in and design your practices and work with your team? Well, you're, you're really trying to develop um, a team cohesiveness where they can respond under pressure because their an opponent is going to try to put pressure on them. Uh, sometimes they put pressure on themselves because they want to play more or they're playing, but they're not achieving what they normally would achieve in other circumstances. So practice, um, you want to try to set up those situations so that they can play through and be successful because success breeds success. Mm -hmm. They start to feel better about themselves. Um, They feel better about being uh, a part of the team because of the role they're playing and um, and the result. Really, a player can only really control two things. One is their attitude, and two is their efforts. Mm. So if they're maximizing their effort and they're working toward not only being part of a team but being a better all-around player, Generally, the results, the, the numbers will take care of themselves. But the small group work is extremely important. So each practice involves some individual work, small group work, and then team. And building up, build, build, mm-hmm. building up team. And that those small groups just enable players to get to know each other. Exactly. In a simple way, besides all the technical things. Um, and for young players coming in, that's also really important, right? The team as a team can be pretty intimidating. I think it's the same in, it, it, it's the same in a business team, right? So for us, the team training ground in sports is pretty clear. It's pretty defined. It's part of our history, part of our DNA. 
Um, but now kind of the why of the office becomes a question, you know, RTO, what is O? Um, and you, I was looking at an interview with Richard Branson from Virgin the other day, and um, he rails on the the potential waste of time the office can be, right? Particularly modern work teams where collaboration is the key to innovation and value. Um, this idea of individuals statically sitting in booths um, is a huge lost opportunity. That this is a place live where you bring what he would say, knock heads together, get to know each other, you know, connect and explore, um, collaborate. And most importantly, feel like you belong to the team mm -hmm. and you can really only do that in in the live situation it's very hard to duplicate that online even even with the great tools we have have now um, so I, I guess our message is for a for a business team manager he has to be or she has to be the one who carves out protects um catalyzes this live time in the office um for purposeful, playful connectivity, bringing these people together. Mm -hmm. um, so let's just move on. Okay, so uh, all that all that's great. And 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 business team managers though have said to me, okay, getting close to your team, catalyzing team telepathy, that, that all sounds good. But the reality is this: simply finding the extra team interaction time, particularly live, in mm -hmm. hybrid needed to support this major transition, you know, is a real challenge. Um, mm -hmm. And that the stress on middle managers has, has increased exponentially, you know, in this era of hybrid. Does that sound something like your experience as a busy college coach? And, and, and how did you approach that? Because I'm sure at times you felt overwhelmed by all the responsibilities. That's mm -hmm. why the assistant coaches and the captain are so important. You have to be able to have that middle management uh, going in the same direction as you're going so that the the positive messages are always there in front. Mm. And I think same in business, you know, and I think in, in business teams, there's not always this sort of clear, this clarity around roles, the head coach and the assistant coaches, the other managers, um, so, so they act as one team. Now, it's sometimes it's a bit more driven by the level in the organizational chart rather than an open, honest discussion of roles. So, there's a consistency coming to some coming to the players, and also if you can do that effectively, there's a lighter load, time load on you as 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 the the, the head coach. Um, well, each player needs to know too that they can be a leader. They don't have to be a captain to be a leader. And the biggest leadership that they can provide, not only support to their teammates, but um, also, you know, leading by example, uh, modeling the way. And in that regard, um, it doesn't matter the level. The leadership may come from the top, but you want players to feel that they may have an opportunity to lead too because of what they will bring to the mm. team. And it saves, again, these headaches for the, for the head coach because a lot of those, I think, as you were saying in, in sport, can be, can be um, um, mediated by senior players. So I think, you know, in a business team, 
leaning on senior team members and rewarding that, that's a good strategy. So maybe as a quick summary then, what I think are the three big things you brought up, right? One is maintaining wellness. The other is developing this shared vision. And the third is creating this practice, this combinations, this connectivity mm-hmm. that develops a sense of team, what we would call team telepathy, team cohesion. Mm-hmm. And to enable that time so the coach does the things that are really important um, and, and not the things that, that are endlessly coming on their plate to do to distract them. Uh, so Annette, finally, um, on a personal coach level, 30 years plus in coaching and human development, uh, you know, what keeps you coming back each day, you know, with your, with with such positive energy, you know, what's your secret? Well, the kind of my tagline has been, uh, coaching others to connect their dreams with reality. And Mm. it's making a difference that certainly feeds my motivation and um, being able to look things, look at things a little differently each um, time you meet individuals. And when you see players be able to develop, you know, totally and, and, um, and then graduate certainly better than when they came into the system because of what, you have enabled them to do, uh, that's definitely fed my motivation. Annette, many thanks for taking the time uh, to share your insights. So you can find a summary of, of the discussion between myself and Annette in the podcast notes. And coming up, we plan to continue with a series of regular mini podcasts around the theme of team telepathy uh, and its relevance to building great business teams. And if you'd like to discuss a future collaboration with your team, please contact us through our website. So thanks again for listening in. Stay well and support your team.